This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off using the code SWN20 for that 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Welcome back to the SWM podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy. As of recording, we we have went past episode two hundred. We're now into the barrelands of of into territory that I didn't think we'd ever reach. Um, I'm very, I'm very excited for. So we're bringing back another guest, someone back from season three. Apparently, um, it was episode seventy two. For those that are keeping uh, track at home, I'm joined by the Rad Lad himself. It's Gaz Williams. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me here, man. Uh, excited. It's, it's nice to have a, a catch up with with folk that, like I said, when we we last chatted, it was still pandemic, so it was all all a bit up in the air. We didn't know what was happening and what was going to happen, so we were just in the, in the wilderness of just going. I don't know. Yeah, wrestling. Let's let's speak about that. Mm-hmm. So here we are again. Um. So yeah, just yeah. How's how's how are you, how are you keeping? Yeah, I'm doing great, honestly. I'm currently with Salt Wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. And I've honestly have been doing well there, and not just that, I've been training at LKS Dojo, which is also good. And oh. cool. Oh, that's I thought was the best thing. Um, I apologize to everyone. I, I said to to guys before we hit record. When we're recording, it's uh, Mac Murray Festival Day. It's it's a weekender. Uh, apparently, it's a, a festival of music. Bewitched are playing for those that don't want to know. So it's it's uh, my internet connection is going to be a little bit dodgy because there was so many complaints about uh, Wi-Fi and whatnot and phone signals. I can't even phone like my my partner's mobile because the signal's just wrecked here at the moment. So it's just unbelievable. Um, which is obviously typical when I'm trying to record and, and things just get blown up that way. So yeah, Source Wrestling, we'll get into that in a bit. So, of course, June 2021 when we last spoke-ish, there was nothing going on. Uh, there were some closed-door tapings of places. Uh, some should, some shouldn't have been uh, doing it, but uh, there, there's the way it landed. Um, how are you, how are you just keep, kind of keep, still keeping yourself occupied? Was it just still just studying what was in the in the dojo stuff as well, the online seminars? What was kind of keeping you on track? Yeah. Uh, just before everything got back to the way they are to this day, I was way at the Looking Sharp Stojo online, like learning about stuff, and even had seminars. And then when I was told that the wrestling schools are coming back, and I decided I might as well just go to a different wrestling school. <laughs> and then I went to Respect for a bit until I had to leave because travel issues because I live far away from respect and it was for the best and stuff and then I started joining Source Wrestling around February last year and I actually am enjoying coming to Source which is really good mm-hmm. meeting a lot of new faces got along they've helped me become who I am today yeah. it's one of those weird times like you say because you're, you're coming from school that that uh, yeah, with that for things that happened, and you had to kind of look for a new new place. And um, respect was it was a place that was really because looking sharp was there. DCT was there as well, so it was it was a really good kind of ground to 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 at least get some like things like charisma and all that kind of all those kind of uh, pieces 
going on um and then they've shut their doors now so uh yeah so source source seems to be one of the one of the main places going on so who who's kind of leading the classes for for yourself who who's kind of uh, who you could picking the brains off of the most out of those quite a bunch eh? david devlin adm lewis govan glendon bar <laughs> and ryan griffin all right so a good good mix of of uh of things uh as well so you also changed your name in that time so you're no longer uh gash williams you went to, to gaz was there just uh, any any uh thoughts behind that it just or did, I, or did did some people point out that gash also means something else yeah it means something uh it just means something else i'm not gonna get into detail but <laughs> yeah i'm glad i changed the name like to gash because it's more appropriate and I don't want to be that kind. Of, I don't want to be the guy that's get called that name. I mean, there's there's some places that folk will just be very innocent about it, and then you go to like Govan or something, and folk will just just tear you apart for it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those. <laughs> oh man! Oh, but yeah, I'm happy with the name change and stuff, and it's great having a name change. Yeah, I mean, it refreshes you as well. It gets you kind of. Get the old old. Uh, the way let's I was just say, say it's like a wee soft. Let's just say it's like a wee soft reboot. Yeah, that's what we'll say. That's that's the way we'll do. It. <laughs> uh, I think you heard what I was about to say, and I thought, no, I can't say that myself. Uh, but yeah, so it, so it was just like a reboot. You got yourself some new gear as well. I was seeing uh, that, uh, you got um, a new logo and, and all that kind of stuff. Again, was, was mm-hmm. logo something you had quite a bit of input in, or was it something you just went uh, no logo? You can do it. The gear design. I thought about it like, like when I joined Source, I actually want to go for a different colour scheme because many people would go for, you know, blue and red and all stuff. So I might as well, I was like, why not? I just go for orange because, you know, it's a good colour. <laughs> and uh, my friend, a friend of mine, uh, Alex Parker, uh, he did my gear design and then I went up to JJ Wrestling to make the, make the wrestling gear for me. And... The logo was from a, a person from France who made the logo and I contacted him saying if I was wondering if I can get, you know, get a logo made just for, you know, like t-shirt, like for a top and hoodie and all that stuff. And which he did, which is I'm thankful for. He was a nice, he was a nice of it to do that. Like I said, it does kind of give you that soft reboot, a whole, whole gear change and just, um, just let you be gaz instead of, of of the previous name as well um i was noticing your, your jacket as well it's been stitched by a, a writer for us uh, the master embroiderer he did he did the he did he do the yeah. the gear for your your jacket your ring jacket he, so he did he did the patch for my jacket which i'm happy wearing it a lot for shows because it's just to show a different type of fabric of jacket instead of just leather yeah, I was gonna say yeah. leather. There's, there's, there's a de- denim jacket. I'm guessing, uh, from from the pictures. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's not that many folks that go. Just it's usually like they have leather or or the pleather, uh, or a vest or something. So it, it's, it's I, or, uh, adding a bit more to the look as well. So, yeah. I, I've always been, I've always been a denim guy. You know, I've always been a denim person. Like from the start, like I've always loved to wear denim jackets. I'm like, I might as well actually wear a denim jacket for wrestling. You know, yeah, it's never been a material. I'm, I'm more of a hoodie guy. I think it's just because it's, it's a bit more slimming. Uh, de- denim's not forgiven. 
to, to, to a fat lad, to be honest. It's uh, <laughs> you just end up looking like a country singer otherwise. Um, so, so, so source wrestling, yeah. So, you, you went to source a bit closer to home, uh, a bit more easier to get to as well. And you've got your uh-huh. main team. Um, so was your first match back? Was that against Lewis Gervin, or did you have, a yeah, it was my first. Um, it was my first actual singles match coming back after about two years, and and I was thankful to be, I was thankful for us to be my opponent for my debut, because mm-hmm. Lewis is one of the guy who was also one of the people that helped me, gotten better, mm-hmm. and uh, and this is the guy I've re- and I, I was also wrestling the guy who just bet Ricochet at the Hydro, which was a big. Big influence on me, like seeing Lewis getting in the ring with someone who's now in WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, Lewis, of course, uh, after after stuff, things mm-hmm. uh, after the pandemic and all that kind of stuff, he was kind of he's not wrestling as often, and and Source seems to be he's now where he's he's kind of getting his reps back in as well. So I mean, mm-hmm. even himself, I think maybe one match beforehand before this, so he's he was still shaking off some rust at the same time. So. Um, to see, like you say, to see someone that you you watch wrestle at Hydro, and now you're getting to wrestle themselves. That mm-hmm. sounds pretty cool. I, it was really cool, and oh, and plus it was also very scary wrestling because was he's big as me, you know, he's less as big as me. So, so that that first match, so first actual singles match, then. So you said a lot of nerves going into it. Did, were you happy with with the match afterwards, or are you, mm-hmm. you going to be one of those guys that are going to be like, not nah, every match is rubbish until the next one, uh, and, you, and you have to kind of your perfection. I was actually, uh, I was actually happy with the result. Like I didn't care about winning or losing the match. All I care about is, is wrestling in front of everyone with my new gear, new song. New entrance theme and new attitude. I'm sure everyone will show everyone that I'm not going to be this guy who has been in his comfort zone for so long. Mm-hmm. And I get to wrestle him in front of my friends and family, which my wee brother after the show attack, tried to attack me a lot, Lewis, because I lost him. Because <laughs> he's, he's like. You hurt my brother, how could you beat him that badly? It was so funny, like, Lewis just laughed it off. That's, that's amazing. So, so yeah, so the, the whole family's good. Is, is your brother, uh, I'm assuming he's a lot younger if he's doing that, is, is he kind of making aspirations now? Is he going to be uh, a couple of years down the line, he's going to be trying to, to batter Lewis on your behalf again? <laughs> I'm not so sure, but hopefully when he's older, he'll probably do it in the, fu- in the future when he's, he's older. <laughs> Cool. So we do have some questions on Instagram, which I'll, which I'll get onto in a bit, but we'll, we'll kind of stay with the with your current wrestling. Um, so from that point forwards, I, I was trying to find matches that you were in, and it was it was kind of um, a couple at Source, and of course you're you're doing stuff at Looking Sharp's Dojo as well for with some Copenhagen Hampshire wrestling stuff. Am I right thinking that? I was I was at the Copenhagen show in October, which was actually pretty cool because. I, it was my actual because it was my because it was my first time race because it was my first time in a battle royal mm-hmm. like on a show because I've done a rumble match in which was my last match in twenty twenty which 
I never had an experience until I actually got a lot better when I had to ask for advice for people that's been in Battle Royals or Rumble matches. They just told me just have fun and stuff. And it's, it was fun. So, I mean, that's a, a Copenhagen shows, of course, have been taped and everything. So there's just cameras. It's a, it's a bit of a setup because you've got, mm-hmm. the, of course, it's been recorded for uh, for television as well over in, uh-huh. in Europe. So, uh, again, when it comes to did that was was there any vice because i mean looking sharp we probably would have had everyone aside at some point about things like hard cam and all that kind of kind of stuff was were you kind of given any direction with how to work a tv kind of camera audience yeah um, i wasn't i, f- I can i was too busy like focus on like I, like in the ring then i was trying to figure out where the camera was or not right, okay. i did, didn't want to make it too obvious you know like just Stay there. I just didn't get a cat. Staying cat, you know. Yeah. So, 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 I'll be aware where it is, but not not make it obvious kind of thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um. So, so we've got that, and then coming up, we've got actually pro wrestling. So when this goes out, this this will go out um probably May twelfth. So the actually pro wrestling show, uh, the scheme spectacular rugby mania <laughs> that'll be that'll be past at uh, that point. But you're due to be in a battle royal again for that. Uh, you'll be in a battle royal to to try and get a, a match with Stone Malone late Aye. in the evening for the <laughs> championship. So that's a little bit of a lot of combo stuff going in there. So we've got the the battle royal first of all. So that would be what your second second battle royal maybe at that point um, to go for a title for the school that you've worked with to on a show that's not sourced. So yeah, a lot, a lot of moving parts in that. I'm, but I'm like I'm looking forward to it, honestly. Um, I saw your. I've seen your promo before. Was that your first kind of proper in-ring promo for for rugby? Mate? For, for rugby, is that your first promo in general? Yep. Um, what uh, I liked about it was uh, Big Mick doing the. I don't know if you've you've seen in Botchamania when uh, uh, we had, uh, like we had two takes. Right, the second one we did was really good, until the promoter. I think he accidentally picked the wrong one. I'm not so sure. I'm not. God damn it. <laughs> there was a, I think it was Botchamania that I saw it in, but it was it was or OSW review or something where it had a, there was a promo going on and, and Hawk walked in uh, in the background and then just like walked just backed out and as soon as I saw Big Mick in the background I was like, Oh jeez, that's that's amazing. <laughs> I, I don't know I'm if like... that was the point or I don't know if that was that was the intention when whoever the promoter went, Yeah, that's the one we're putting out <laughs> just for that moment is, uh, itself. But oh, it was amazing. So how how do you feel about speaking in front of a camera doing doing promo stuff? Is that something that that you you try to tap guys like ADM to, to get tips on, or what's your what's your? I've gotten a lot better thanks to ADM, Lewis, and Bar, and by frankly everyone in Source, honestly, even Looking Sharp, because Looking Sharp did promo classes, like. Not actually did promo classes, but he taught us like character, like, like give us advice, like when we did the the Zoom calls during the pandemic, and he was giving advice, like like character, basically like what advice can you give like to someone who wants to do like properly try and be good at promos, like for your character and all that stuff, and I did a, and I practiced in a promo, not far from my house, like in a in a forest when. And I have my friend recording and stuff. And what I normally do is like I write things on my notes, what I want to say. 
just so I can have practice reading it before doing it. Sometimes I forget what I say and I have to do a different take. Mm-hmm. It's, it's getting a lot better. Are, are you the guy that, that, that goes into the mirror and just uh, just just cuts promos in, in the morning, just in front of the mirror, just to try and get some uh, buzzwords, maybe some buzz buzz phrases out there as well. I basically promo like when you're doing promos, basically you're just trying to get your comfort zone and you know just have a laugh and stuff and say what you want to say, like you know that stuff. Um, so I'll just get the, the, some Instagram stuff and we'll we'll. we'll... I said, well, the tangent way, I'm sure. Um, so we've got, I don't know, let's see, we've got questions coming in. Uh, we've got uh, Tom Atlas, Titanium Tom Atlas, with the question here. It said, What are the conditions to be considered rad? That's a good question. I think what the conditions to be so rad is, I think, my condition, why am I so rad? It's basically every time I say this, like, see when I'm doing, when I, do promos or when I say things like call someone out and and when I and I say why because I'm the rad lad I've got nothing left to lose and nothing left to fear and all that stuff mm-hmm. and I think to be rad I think you just have to be yourself like that will make you so rad mm-hmm. like it's yes. don't just be you and and that's the raddest way to be. Just be you. Be unapologetically you, and just uh, right, just no, no, uh, no apologies for it. So there you go. There you go, Titanium Tom. If you're wanting to be rad, just be, just be you. Um, so we've got a couple of questions here. Let's see, what we've got here. They're, they're more end of end of show questions, so we'll leave them for for a minute. Um, something that I've noticed because you, you said the questions quite often for for other other guests is uh, is Ben Ten. And I, I've realised myself that I am so old that yeah. I have, I've, I, I think I played one Ben Ten game on the PlayStation. That was about <laughs> it. So I have no, I know nothing about them. Is that just a childhood love? Like for myself, it's like Power Rangers. Is mm-hmm. that kind yes. of the same kind of vein of, of nostalgic love? Mm-hmm. Because I just rewatched Ben Ten like last week, and then and I watched the other Ben Ten shows, except for the the reboot and all that stuff. Because mm-hmm. I actually had, I grew up watching it. And and then later on, I just thought when I got when the sequels came out, I just started watching it because they didn't have any of my favorite elements until I was told they brought them back. Mm-hmm. And I've actually it's actually I love watching Ben Ten as, as as a child, and I still love it to this day. It's one of my favorite shows. That's, I mean, it, it's, when it comes to it's that nostalgic things. Like I was looking at it going. Uh, ben Ten, oh, no, that's, that's that's still that's for that's for young people. And then I looked to see when it was on. I was like, oh, it's not. It's like I because I'm now so old. When I'm looking at stuff, it's like Power Rangers, for example, being the perfect example because Once and Always came out on Netflix recently. Oh, just... uh, and uh, it, it was like it was like oh, this this is like twenty years old. And I looked, it's like it's thirty years old at this point. And I'm like, oh, oh god, that's that hurts my soul just finding that out. And, and then looking, I said Ben Ten is like, oh, it's it's must be ten years old. I'm looking, it's like. 15, 20, like, oh my god, this is this is the gen, the, this is their generation. This is spent your generation's like street sharks. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, it just it baffles me seeing like guys like yourself and uh, you, these young wrestlers that are like 18, 19, 20 going about and thinking, oh, Jesus, it just 
when I when I started watching wrestling, there weren't even a glint in their parents' eye. That's that's how long ago that I started as well. So it's oh horrible, Aye. horrible stuff. Um, so speaking of other things though, so you, you did you also did um podcast for SM Media, uh, if mm-hmm. I remember rightly. So of course we, we we now put their audio stuff on our our network for for a bit. Um, so it was like doing doing other podcasts. Of course, so I think uh, my one was probably the. Your first, I'm guessing. Uh, you're um, my first. Yeah, you're my first. You're, and you're, then... I popped your cherry. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so what was it like uh, getting out there and doing more podcasts? Honestly, fun. Honestly, I actually always wanted taking part in podcasts and like being the guest on podcasts and get to know, get them to get to know them more and just tell them about being stuff and. And it's a lot of fun. It's really, it also helps with getting out of your comfort zone, like you're, mm-hmm. you're saying you're trying to do. Because, um, I mean, for, for this podcast, it, it really just becomes, uh, I'll speak about your wrestling stuff. And then might, if, if I, I can latch onto something, we'll speak about like Ben 10 for five minutes or something like that. Um, <laughs> but like other places will just be like straight laced wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Or if you go to um, another friend of ours, uh, uh, Dudes with Attitude, I think they've actually closed up now. Uh, but uh, they're, they're just like, a bit of a madness where you go, you end up on the show and you have no idea what you're going to speak about because you go in thinking, oh, I'll plug myself a bit. And they'll, I mean, for myself, when I spoke to them, it was supposed to be plugging SWN and I went on to it and it was the day after WrestleMania. So I didn't plug anything because we ended up speaking about WrestleMania for, for an hour and a half. So, mm-hmm. but it is it's one of those things where even if it's, it's just getting that, that kind of comfort out mm-hmm. there because. And then you you'll you'll do like ten podcasts and realize that you spent an hour just rambling absolute nonsense and nothing of substance actually came out in the end. But you had a good time. That's the most important thing <laughs> in the end of, when it comes to it. So we've got that. So <laughs> how do you so you do the the dojo uh, as, as well? Is is so are you kind of given stuff? What would you say your style? is when it comes to wrestling is there anyone that you can kind of go right i watched this guy to to pick up bits pieces here what's your, what's your kind of view and habits for your training i think my style in wrestling is because uh, i always wanted to do high flying but not not really comfortable doing high flying stuff but the only still i'm in that i'm currently in is I'm a, I can't see myself as a brawler. Mm-hmm. That's all. I, it's a lot easier, you know, like throwing strikes and stuff. I'm not dissing any anyone's interest in style in wrestling. It's just it's a style I you're comfortable that, with. Yeah. I, I wasn't that very good at technician and stuff. Sometimes I try my best to get better at that, but which I'm doing at the moment, just trying to get better at tech. That's it, because the more the more feathers you have that you can do, it, it it keeps you it gives you a wider range of of matches and opponents to have at the same time. So so a bit of a brawler then. So I'm trying to think of I don't know why the first person that came to top of my head was like was like Bubba Ray, Bully Ray, because like just because he does that quite 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 um big brawling style as well. So yeah, so is there anyone you watch for for inspiration for that kind of thing? So it makes everything look a little bit better. Like uh, I don't know, Kevin Owens being he's got that kind of hybrid, but he's got a good brawling. Mm-hmm. Uh, see that Kevin Owens, either Kevin Owens or Matt Cardona. Okay, all right. I know Matt 
does look his style's looked like his death match, but other than this death match, his is more like brawling and stuff. Yeah, you could throw the odd high flying thing with the mm-hmm. the Rough Rider and whatever he's calling it now. Uh in in, in that. So yeah, so he's got a little bit of a style. So uh, well, let's just move on to Indies. That's, that's quite good. So Mark Cardona being a guy that you've you kinda see a little bit yourself in when it comes to your in ring style. Um is that are you keeping track of his indie kinda exploits? Uh... I haven't watched some of his stuff uh, recently, as I used to last year, because cause I had, because I'm too busy like, doing, watching other wrestling shows and stuff, because mm-hmm. I think my, the hype top, like, my character is, like, is based off of his energetics, when, when he did, when he first appeared on AEW, saving Arn Anderson and Cody, and when he started ripping his top off and started screaming and all that stuff, I think I, that's when I actually started doing, like, gotten out my comfort zone, is just doing what he did, just rip my top off and just screaming and getting amped up and energetic and fired up. Just getting hyped. Uh, mm. You probably would, wouldn't want to uh, delve into Mojo Rollies, get hype and all that kind of stuff in the, in the past. But, <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, you, you see it's, it's kind of hype. So you say you're watching a lot of wrestling, uh, other shows as well. What's Is it just a AEW, WWE, or are you kind of uh, a little bit of everything? Uh, I watch uh, Impact as well. Honestly, Impact is my go-to show. Okay. So I see a lot of good stuff from Impact. Yeah, sorry, go on. Because, you know, because it was my second wrestling show to watch on the telly around 2009, and then I started falling in love with wrestling. Because, you know, they have, like, good matches and stuff, like Ultimate X, and they're different from WWE with the rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you got it in that odd time then, because I think that 2010 is where they got rid of the six sides uh, at that point, so... Yeah. Don't get me wrong, 2010 was was really good. I I, I enjoyed the Carangle matches, mainly right. the 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 cage match you had with Mister Anderson, which blew me up the roof. I'm like, yes, I'm like, so I just hyped on seeing he actually did it. He actually did the moonsault, and I actually got so giddy. <laughs> I was going to say, I think when you, when you first said that, like that you liked 2010, I was like, I think you might be the only person, but yeah, you mentioned some. Some, a good highlight in that 2010 era of, of Hogan and whatnot is is Kurt Angle being just an absolute menace uh, and, and just being a, an absolute beast in the ring. So, um, not 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 a bad shout. I mean, some some things could be better. I, I was a big fan of Mr. Anderson. I, I still am when I when I watch wrestling. I just think he's ace. Um, got to see him at Rock and Wrestle once. It was very weird, but uh, but yeah. So it's it's, it's it was a cool place to see. I and mean, that's still what they're doing now. They're providing. A, a third alternative, um, if you, if you don't want to to do AEW or or that Impact, still a, it still get a good reputation, even though it seems to be like the, the company that never dies, just almost dies uh, all the time. But it seems to be getting a good good rep again. Um, when it comes to when it comes to Impact, is uh, who who do you kind of recommend watching just now in Impact? I mean, outside of course, bias Joe Henry, obviously. But is there anyone else in in in, a, in uh, Impact just now that that you think's an underrated wrestler? Steve Macklin, honestly, uh, major players. Obviously, Trey, Mc, Trey McGill and 
and I'm trying to think who else. I'm trying to think. I had them in my head. Oh, I forgot what it was, but if it comes, but uh, I'm just going to say Trey McGill, honestly, because I enjoy some of his matches. Yeah. But I'm going to say, I can, but I enjoyed Joe Hendry's matches a lot more because he brought up, he brought in the Dreamcast. I'm like, finally, they actually brought back the Dreamcast. Surely the Dreamcast wasn't even a thing when you were you were born. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've played a little bit when I was little. Like, it was my friends. I played it a little bit at my friend's house. So, like, 1999, uh, the Dreamcast came out. I, I never I never played the Dreamcast. I had a Sega, but I never I never had a, a Saturn and a, I never had an actual Dreamcast itself. And yeah, that was a huge moment. I mean, Joe Henry, outside of of WWE right now, which seems to have is like bursting with Scottish talent. Um, Joe Henry seems to be just like carving a little little note of himself, just a little bit of himself in in Impact of the Digital Media Championship. Um, with with him coming over to the UK, still, he's just, he's balancing it both quite regularly is he he kind of one year top of the list guys that you want to try and get in the ring with I would love to be in the ring with Joe Henry I would love to be in the ring with Joe Henry without a date because because he's had good matches in the past and I'm and I would love to be one of his opponents in the future I don't I wouldn't mind if it was like for a championship or an untitled match I would just want to be in the ring with Joe Henry without a date uh, you mentioned Steve Macklin there. He's, he's a guy that I don't watch a lot of Impact. I watch kind of see the clips and highlights, uh, things like PCO mm-hmm. uh, doing insane things for in front of not many people, which it just blows my mind. Um, but yeah, Steve Macklin was a guy. I don't, I don't know. I think if I need, if I watched the show, I would, it would kind of get. I would get it a bit more. But it, for me, as an outsider, he just looks kind of like just a guy with boots, uh, boots and 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 tight. So in the ring itself, though, he's he's just. He's immense right now, is he? Yeah, he's he's something. All right, basically, I actually like him because he's a good heel. Honestly, because mm-hmm. now that he's the Impact World Champion, actually, would, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do with the champion and plus weather stories. Because I have a feeling he's going to be he's one of the, the heels that he doesn't take crap from no one. He's just, there's no, there's no like a redeemable quality about him. He's just a bad guy. There's mm-hmm. not like, oh, he's a bad guy, but he can do these cool high flying things. No, he's just a, he's just a bad guy. Uh, he's, he's, I don't know if he does high flying, but, but I don't know, he's just a good heel mm-hmm. in my book. Excellent. Um, so, so other than impact, then, so you said some, some impact is your kind of home, home, say your home promotion that you watch outside of of your big, big companies. Mm-hmm. Is, is there anything like outside of that? Um, I don't know if you if you catch in European stuff, of course, because Luke King Sharp's quite heavy into into the European uh, scene. Is there stuff that you watch out there? Uh, um, no, I have not. Like basically, I'm I always want to watch uh, European wrestling just to do my homework and just to do some my homework and and you know just you know in case we get asked questions like. Like it's like you know you get asked a question in school and you just don't know the answer to. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally one of those. It's literally just that because because I don't know much about European wrestling. Yeah. At the moment. 
so so that's 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 your that's that's like the, the place you're trying to to get your a boost of information on as, as it goes along just to try and try because mm-hmm. like i say because because um looking sharp of course he, he has quite a hand in things like Copenhagen championship wrestling and um seems like a lot of his students end up in like sweden uh in, in that as well so it's 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 always a it's always another avenue i suppose for for learning right instagram let's go back in there and see what we got so we've got so we kind of mentioned with joe henry but uh, we've got curly underscore gaza asking on instagram who are your opponents you'd most like to face um i've always wanted to be in the ring with stone malone colton davis Derringer Blair, uh, Robbie Cardwell. I would love to be in the ring with Robbie as well. Uh, Ian Skinner, ADM, and Martin Kirby. Kirby's a bit, a bit of a, a, a left field choice out of all after all those. So, so yeah, Kirby is is the guy that you've just kind of studied and and seen work and wants to. Uh, I've, uh, I started watching Kirby, Martin Kirby's matches in 2016 when WCPW was a, was a thing and then later on became Defiant and I actually I felt that's and then I started enjoying the matches he's had with Will Ospreay whether he wins or loses that match it was always going to be the good match mm. and I actually I'm when I found out I was coming back, I'm like, hopefully one day I get to be in the ring with Kirby and see how it goes and that's kind of stuff. Absolutely. And uh, you saw, of course, on your trainers, you mentioned like EDM and what have you. Um, we've also got another question. Uh, it's a bit more of a philosophical question for the future. Uh, we've got someone who possibly knows you because they've mentioned you, your, your previous name. So I'll, I'll just rephrase it. Uh, hi, guys. It's Dennis here. Just wanted to ask, where do you see yourself, say, five years from now? Hmm. Where is he? Uh, honestly, still pro- I would probably still wrestle in Scotland and hopefully outside of Scotland. That's probably how I see myself in five years, just wrestle like some shows in Scotland and outside of Scotland. Yeah, so any particular promotions that you want to try and get to, or is it just you taking it as it comes? I'm going to take it as it comes. Like, I think my the only promotion I have like mentioned like the promotions on my stories on Instagram when people ask me what promotions would you like to wrestle. I'd like to just mention like you know Pro Two, Community Pro Wrestling, ICW, Discovery, and uh, FCW, and W Three on WrestleZone. So yeah, everywhere. <laughs> That's kind of get as many places as you can. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's five years. It, it comes quick, but I suppose it, it's it's more putting the work in. Like, so you're, you're kind of basing your good uh, base of trainers to, to try and get you to those places. Suppose that's, that's it. So yeah, I mean, outside of wrestling, what's your kind of outside of bed ten? Uh, what's your what's your passions? I suppose what's what else do you do you find? What would what would surprise people? To find out that you you're big into, I think I like. So it's, I think what I liked about Ben Ten is because how cool were the aliens were. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason why 
I mention it is because it's because I, I, me and my friends always ask these questions like who who's everyone's favourite alien in Ben 10 and some people would say like Grey Matter or Accelerate or I think me personally my favourite alien would be Heat Blast because he was like the first alien to introduce in this in the first episode mm-hmm. and then I've always had a huge love for Heat Blast because he's absolutely pretty cool and has like cool powers, controls fire and shoots fire. I've had quite a few, but I'm just going to say the one thing that's up because it's quite a bunch of aliens that I've liked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so outside of bed, there's anything else? I'd, like I say, for for my age, my nostalgia like becomes things like Street Sharks and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and oh, Hero Tur- Turtles when I was oh, younger. That's oh, that's how old I am. I, I love I love the turtles. But uh, so yeah, so so I mean things like you know collecting is there anything else that kind of like I say, people will be surprised to find out that that, that you're you're big into, or, or what what would be something that if someone brought it up outside of wrestling, they'd be like, you you t- just talk the ear off about. I think if so, uh, if someone mentions Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to me, or like you know, <laughs> like or DC or Marvel, I would talk about it as well. Uh, you, well, obviously, if someone asked me who's my favorite turtle, I would just say Mikey's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Because, because that's how I base my character of is just his personality and his energy to, and and the catchphrase is basically I say Calabunga during my matches, like if I'm amped up. And and of course Orange as well, all my kind of matches up as well. So so, so the Michelangelo of Aye. I mean you could call yourself the Michelangelo of professional wrestling. Uh, it would be. I mean, some, some some folk might take it the wrong way and think that you're the arti- an artiste, but uh, those that know, that know, <laughs> it's, it's uh, for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Aye, um, some people would say that, some people make jokes saying, oh, I'm, I'm the walking iron brew because of my colour, because of the, all the tights, or dra- they just make Dragon Ball jokes, I'm like, alright, fair enough. But it's oh, not from- no, nobody's immune, unfortunately, when it comes to wrestling. You can have the coolest outfit you like, Someone will find a reason to to uh, to have a have a good laugh about it, which that's just, <laughs> just treat it with love, I suppose. Um, you mentioned Marvel, DC. Then I'm I'm big into Marvel, not so much DC. I, I try, I really. Try. I've got, I've got mm-hmm. Black Adam. I've still not watched it. Uh, but yeah, so so Marvel again. Is there, is there anyone? Is there heroes that you even try and try and pull a little bit into into Gaz Williams as as the wrestler? I, mean, I suppose brawler. You got your Captain America. What have you? He's more of a brawler kind of style. Is there? And if you had to compare yourself to a, a Marvel hero, where would you? Where'd you kind of land yourself? Um, I would probably see myself like doing not the flappy stuff, but like the the brawling style of uh, Daredevil. Okay. Because right. it's not just he not only just like martial arts he's also done like boxing and and kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm a, I have a huge love for Daredevil, even the even the show and the comics. Yeah, I think we're supposed to we're getting a new one, the Reborn again, uh, season coming soon, and and that yeah, I mean I, I remember I, I watched I watched the first two seasons I think like I think I dropped off after Defenders because. 
who who has them who has them out of time in the day uh to start watching all these things and and i was like oh okay it was cool and then we appeared as spider-man again that was i mean that was the first like oh my god of that whole movie i was i was an absolute emotional mess during that film I was so, I was, see when I seen Charlie Cox coming back instead of, I was literally just jumping up my seat and saying, like, <laughs> because I love, I love Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Yeah, and then of course he appeared in uh, She-Hulk as well. And, you know, folk, oh, folk, folk, uh, didn't, I mean, some folks slated She-Hulk. I liked it. I was just, it was just, it was good, clean-ish, family fun. I, and that's what I, I think- the only thing I did like about She-Hulk is literally, they literally just gave Devil, Daredevil the, the red and yellow suit. Mm-hmm. I'm not that keen on that. I'm more I'm see him with his red suit more than just the yellow and red suit. Yeah, he's like pretty classic. I think I think the yellow is classic, but the, like the um, iconic, I suppose, Daredevil uh, outfit of just the all in red and and all that. Um, I don't know, like the Ben Affleck one. I uh, just <laughs> totally uh, ben, I enjoyed the Ben Affleck one, honestly. I know some people don't like it, but I'm the only few, I'm the only one that likes the movie because it was my first Ben Affleck film. Right. Okay. Says what's this in three. So, yeah, fair enough. Uh, because the, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think on top of my head just now, just that split second, thinking what, what films have Ben Affleck's have I actually liked? And I think, oh, Goodwill Hunting. That's about it, to be honest. Any any times in a, a Kevin Smith film, that's that's probably about it from there. But eh, you know, um, so so yeah, so so back to wrestling, I suppose. Um, we kind of mentioned who you want to face when it comes to like local talent as well. So you, you mentioned the likes of of ADM and and Darren J Blair and and all that. But if you had to, have you you're able to expand that a little bit and outside of Martin Kirby just for I don't know UK Europe beyond is there anyone that you've been watching during your homework uh for Europe as well that you thought yeah I could probably do do something with that guy or that girl I suppose anyone I appreciate a good bunch uh I would love Tereso Miro good good character good Good character build up, uh, good style in the ring, and all that s- stuff. Yeah, you know. Oh, and uh, Malachi Black. I would love to wrestle Malachi Black. Right, so I uh, was so trying to come back his kind of aerial striking with uh, a bit of brawling on the side instead, just to try and take him down like a little to, bit. To see what kind of style of to see, like, determine what style is better in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, like, martial arts or brawling. Yeah. Because I always, because I, I always wanted to see, just kind of, like, see what style is better. Like, like if someone, if a wrestling show does a storyline, ah, I still want to see, yeah. I sort of like, like to see, to, to see which style of pro wrestling is better. Like, the, the, like, depending on the, what their style is like, you know, like martial arts or brawling, high flying, or technician. I always want to see those kind of stuff. Yeah, you like see a good good clash of things like like a, I don't know, like a like broad strum and ricochet kind of battle. You like see this the strength versus speed mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing going on. Yeah, that's, that's 
it's, it's wrestling always works where there is a bit of a styles clash in that in that kind of respect because it just makes things interesting and that's the, that's the thing that kind of draws you you to it as well uh, that kind of kind of clash of just yeah because when you have two technicians it'll be it'll be great it'll be very very pretty to watch but there's no there's no like super intrigue uh, as to as to oh what advantage do they have if they're both using the same kind of style and Sometimes it works. Two power guys. We've got we, years ago we saw Braun Strowman Big Show, which was amazing because it shouldn't oh, have been. Uh, it shouldn't have been amazing, and it, and it uh, was. And Strowman was a cruiserweight for some reason in it. Uh, so it, it, it works. It's just wrestlers that very disposed at the end of the day that that you can just yeah mm-hmm. anything you want it to be, I suppose. Uh, when it comes to it, uh, in the end. Um, but yeah, so other outside of, of Rugby Mania then, like I said, this goes out May 12th, so we'll assume you've won. You're now the Source Wrestling Champion. Um, what's, what's your kind of, what's, what's your kind of, what, what have you got on the rest of the year? Anything that you want to, to look, look, that you're looking forward to that you can discuss? I'm just looking forward to be on the show next Friday because it's my first, because it'll be my first show this year. Uh, I'm looking forward to be looking forward to it, like being around with a few a few faces, like a few new faces and some familiar faces. I actually think it will be a lot of fun. Honestly, so there's a few guys in that, that battle royal that have been announced already. So um, when it comes to to the Luke King Sharp dojo and, and that, there's a lot of guys that are, that are in that dojo that are appearing on that show, and as well as guys community pro wrestling, it's kind of like a merging of those two, two schools. Uh, who have you got? Who have you got an eye, eye out for? Who's your? Who'd be a guy that you think could be the one that you need to get out as soon as possible? You need to maybe uh, the, your biggest threat in that match. I think the biggest threat would have to be Jason Hyde because because he's a big, large guy. And it's because you know we have we all like small guys like me and everyone in the ring. We have to work together, try and take. We we would have to try and take him at first before we take each other out of the ring. Mm-hmm. So that's my. So that's that, that's how, who I want to eliminate first. Yeah. So so you're studying your your uh, your Royal Rumbles and your your mm-hmm. Battle Royals because uh-huh. getting guys out like uh, Mabel and. Uh, I was about to say Vistra, the same guy. Uh, Mabel, Big Show, Great Kali. So you you got your notes on on what to do and how to get them out. Ace, cool stuff. Um, cool strategy. Strategy. <laughs> that's it. That's the word. Aye. We got there. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna double check and make sure that I haven't missed any questions. But uh, go. Don't think we have any so anymore. So that's that's grand. Cool, cool that we've got through a few through through Instagram. It seems to be now a popular place to get questions for folk. I don't know, I don't know if I'm just now now uh, needed to move everything to Instagram. It seems to be the the place to go. Um, but for those that want to find out more about the Rad Lad Gaz Williams himself, uh, where can people find out more about you? So, I've got Twitter, uh, Gaz Williams PW, Instagram. Gaz Williams PW and my Facebook page is the Rad Lad Gaz Williams. Make sure to f- to follow and see what I've got coming up next. 
Wonderful, but perfect. Well, thanks very much for for coming back on the show. I mean, no folks can go check out the first episode we did with you. Um, like I say, under a slightly different name, but we've, we'll discuss that at the start of the episode. Um, they, they go check that out and and find out your 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 beginnings and where you are now. It's uh, it's it's always good to get like I say, it's always good to get guests back on and and see where they're at. And at least now, so we we spoke last time. You maybe had a battle royal appearance, and that's about it. But now you've you've got a little bit more in-ring uh, under your belt and by the time we speak to you next time I'm sure there'll be even more to, to speak about I mean at this point you're source wrestling champion we've already established that so um, well done uh, so, so yeah well, hopefully we'll get in our chat hopefully, oh, hopefully I'll win the battle and take the source wrestling champion right, it's going to be very awkward when we're watching this episode on the 12th and, and you may not have but if you have we predicted it we're, we heard it here first um, but perfect. Right, thank <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Well, thank you very much for joining me no today. No problem. Thanks so much, Billy.